right, all right. Third time, fourth time, fifth time's charm. Technical difficulties. Let's but roll it. We are here with the greatest Bears fan this side of the this side of the Gulf of Mexico. Wow, fifth time's a charm, just maybe like Ryan Pace's uh, quarterback selections. Oh, I see what you did there. Are we just going to, we just, we just need to dive right into Bears Corner, right? Bears Corner because we've, we've had a little bit of a hiatus during the offseason. We talked about the Masters. Yep. Nobody picked Matsuyama because of his putting, and then he putted really well, and then that was that. And everybody had a chance to grab the, grab the championship on Sunday, and they didn't. Speed, mm. Justin Thomas on Saturday. Uh, the only one that played amazing was John Rahm. But he yeah. was so far behind that it didn't matter. He was only even par going into mm. Sunday. So, yeah. good for Matsuyama. I'm glad he won. Yeah, that was great. I liked when his caddy put the flag back in and bowed. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. I, do they do that after every match, or is that just, like, for the Masters? Like I don't know. I feel like they have to do it but after But it was every pretty match, cool. You know, like, I just thought it was cool. Um, but then I think the last time we did Bears Corner was a uh, – I didn't want to do it, and you, know, uh, you, you, you made not. me do Bears Corner because I was pretty hyped. We had a lot of texting going back and forth about the Bears potentially landing Russell Wilson. Uh, the Bears were going to give up three first-round picks and probably like Akeem Hicks and Kyle Fuller for Russell Wilson, and uh, the Seahawks decided, eh, maybe we shouldn't trade a Hall of Fame quarterback, so they didn't. And then Ryan Pace of the Bears panic signed Andy Dalton and tweeted out that he was going to be their QB1. And uh, Andy Dalton's era as QB1, I think, is going to actually last far longer than the European Super League of Soccer lasted. But but it's not going to last all that long because the Bears made it happen during the draft. Yeah, what was Andy Dalton's reaction, do you think, while he was watching the draft? Like, I well, mean, yeah. It's like, I'm Andy Dalton. I get it. He's like, I'm getting paid $10 million this year. I'll, uh, like, I think, yeah, the plan, the hope really is, I guess, so the Bears, unlike, man, there's a lot of Bears corner to unpack. But the Bears actually kept Andy in the loop and talked to him, like, kept him in the loop saying, like, hey, if the opportunity's there, we're going to move up for one of these quarterbacks. And uh, if that's the case, like, we want you to be, like, the mentor Alex Smith role. Because Matt Nagy was the OC at Kansas City after the Chiefs drafted Mahomes. And he helped, like, Alex Smith mentor and get Mahomes ready. And that worked out well. So I think that's kind of the, the path that they're willing, that they're, they're looking yeah. to go. But, uh, man, it's really What's weird. Up, it's really weird as a Bears fan to wake up and uh, – See, like, the majority of the NFL, like, Twitter sphere and, like, talking heads all saying the Bears did a really good job in the draft. Like, this is a oh. new this is oh, a new right. feeling. Yeah. A new field zing. A new – so, well, I mean, gosh, we – You're fielding a whole new era, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> – like, I'm so excited that all this went down that, like, I don't even know, like – a good like storytelling way to like go through all of this. Um, well, because... let's unpack it. Let's unpack it real quick. So 
what's happening is, of course, the three quarterbacks go that we knew would go in the top three. Yep. And I mean, well, I don't know if we knew about Lance. Well, but- and let's let's back it up. Even I, I think you have to go back like just a little bit further in the day, right? So bombshell news drops early on draft. Like really, kind of the whole thing with draft day is like, what are the Niners going to do at three? Are they going to take Mac Jones, which has been like leaked and rumored from day one? And then I think you said it a couple pods ago, like, no way. They're either they're going to I think you said fields. Well, you know, Dan and and Nick like to think that they're plugged in like six degrees from the 49ers brass. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, no way. It's Mac Jones. It's either fields or Lance is what they said. And then it was leaked the day before that it wasn't fields and it was between Mac Jones and Lance. So it was like, yep okay, process of elimination, it's probably this Lance kid. Yeah, and I think Lance makes more sense. You don't give all that stuff up to take. You've seen Mac, Mac Jones, Jones without his oh. shirt on. Like, you, you don't. <laughs> oh. And, I mean, he's a, he's making more money than I am. Like, good for him. But he, he doesn't have that, like, physical specimen imposing look that you would want to uh, give up all those draft picks for. But I think you go even earlier than that. I think he's going like, to be Matt. We already talked about it. He's going to be Matt Ryan-ish. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll, Mac Jones will do well. We, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But the day before the draft, right, They it kind of said like they narrowed it down to Mac Jones or, or Trey Lance. But then there were also a, like rumors earlier in draft week that the Niners had offered the, the third pick for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And people kind of were like, that's freaking crazy. Like, you don't, like, what? Like, no one's trading Aaron Rodgers. No. And then, and then the news breaks on draft day, and as far as I was concerned, this was going to be the best bit of news for Bears fans the entire draft day, in that Aaron Rodgers might hate the Packers, like, leadership as much as he hates his own family, and uh-huh. he just doesn't want to, he just doesn't want to play uh-huh. there. Cut to Jordan well, Rodgers being like, what did I do? Well, I mean... Because he's listening to this podcast and everything. Aaron <laughs> Aaron might hold a grudge. Uh, he might, you know, he's... And I don't know the whole thing about his family, so I'm not going to speculate on that. But, I know, I know. Um, like, if, if I'm in Aaron Rodgers' shoes, right, like, clearly one of the best quarterbacks to play in the last 15 years, surefire Hall of Famer, you don't tell him that you're... You're trading up to draft his replacement last year, and then he goes on. And then he <laughs> when, goes T. Higgins, on. when T. Higgins oh, is sitting right there, right? When, like, so like, not like not only do the Packers like draft his replacement last year, then they drafted like two players that like just like a backup running back in the second, and then like yeah, some the weird third string running back. Yeah, the, at the beginning of the second round. And I think Aaron Rodgers is like, dude, what are you doing? Like, let's we're, like we're close to it. And I'm fine that the pack as a Bears fan, it's fine for me that the Packers didn't go to the Super Bowl. I think they easily could have last year. Aaron Rodgers played out of his mind, and uh, <laughs> they're not going to give him an extension. And now they're stuck like with this weird Jordan Love situation, where if you just cool. learn from what the Patriots did, you just package Jordan Love and trade him off. And get like the Garoppolo deal, recoup some draft picks and move on. But like they're digging their heels in, and Rodgers is just like, "Look, I want out." Yeah, so that now, is interesting. You brought up a good point, though, about like, you know, why didn't the Packers just take the third pick? Because 
they could have gotten like they could have just said, well, we drafted Jordan Love anyway. It's like, do you believe in the guy or not? You draft him in the first round. You could have just gotten Kyle Pitts right there, right? Well, I mean, but you look at like what the Bears were giving for or looking to give, you know, in exchange for Russell Wilson, three firsts yeah. and two starting players. I think you could command that easily for Aaron Rodgers. And if you're confident yeah. in Jordan Love, so maybe, so maybe they're not that confident in Jordan Love. Maybe they're like, oh, God, we don't want to get rid of Aaron Rodgers because he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. But basically, they've the, it, it, the Packers organization has maybe handled this deal with Aaron Rodgers not quite as bad as the European Super League, but we might get, be getting close to it. Back to the European Super League. It does. Oh man, I could we could talk about that too, but we need to we need to get moving. All um, right. So, so the pe- the the so now like now this like Aaron Rodgers might be available via trade. Like people are making calls. There's just so, no way he's going to the Bears though because of the Packers. No, that's not happening. But you can get him. But then you look at like what other te- what other teams might need him, right? The Niners maybe tried to you know kick the tires on it or. The Lions interested in doing it? Would the Panthers? Would the Broncos? And then news comes out that like the Panthers are close to like getting a deal done for Aaron Rodgers, just like in the hours like leading up to the draft. And I'm just like furiously refreshing my Twitter feed, like praying that like Aaron Rodgers is no longer in the NFC North. It doesn't happen. <laughs> so so the draft starts. First pick, who is it? Your boy. My luscious hair, my binky, Trevor. Mm, Trevor. So the Jags, Trevor, that. Trevor goes to Jags. No surprise there. I think you would have had to bet, like bet one million dollars to win like two Big Macs. Yeah, a guy on DraftKings put thirty grand down to win sixty bucks, <laughs> and he won. And he is sixty dollars richer, sir. Mm. <laughs> Who's the idiot now? Oh yeah. And then. Uh, Man, the the Stormin Mormon Zach Wilson goes number two. <laughs> he looks like he's sixteen years old, man. But I think he's going to be fun. And I it, it took he and me Herbert back could to, start a boy band. Oh, they might, man. They might. Oh, if only they can dance. Uh, if only they could sing as well as they can throw the ball. But man, I uh, I, I go back to like last fall when you made me talk about college football on this pod, and all I knew was I saw a highlight of this BYU kid just freaking slinging the ball. And I was praying that maybe – I was like, the Bears can't get, like, Wilson or Lawrence, but maybe they could be bad enough to get Zach Wilson. That didn't happen. He went number two, no surprise there. Then three comes up, and the Niners go with Trey Lance. They do. They do. Wow. I, he not, he, apparently not even Trey Lance, like, had any indication that he was going to be their pick. Like, yeah. Did Kyle Shanahan even know? I don't know, but I, it was like Shanahan moves up, and then it was like he was just convincing himself, like, why not to take Mac Jones or Justin Fields? Yeah. So this this like, Trey Lance this Trey Lance pick is really interesting to me, just because like a lot of the decision making here mirrors that that like with what the Bears did to get Mitch Trubisky, right? Trading up high in the draft to get him, Trey Lance. You know, only has like what one year as a starter. He opted out last year. I think he's only thrown like three hundred passes at the collegiate level. Well, um, he didn't. He didn't opt out last year. They didn't have FCS football, babe, in the in the fall. That's ba- it's FCS opted out for yeah. him, um, but he doesn't have like the big sample size. 
So, you know, the Niners take this guy that's toolsy over Fields, who, you know, won the national championship and has like a lot of tape, you know, on or and over Mac Jones. So I hope Trey Lance is good. I think, you know, the way they describe him, he could he's a raw prospect with a really high ceiling. So who knows? Hopefully, I think, you know, if anyone can make him turn out well, it's it's uh, Shanahan. But then, you know, moving on to the the first round was like, man, the Falcons are in play, but they said, nope, just give us the uh, best player on the board, the unicorn, Kyle Pitts. So he goes. So next was the Bengals. It was all they were going to either take the wide receiver or the offensive tackle. They ended up going with Jamar Chase, Link Burrow up with his buddy. So now Al, or, uh, the Dolphins come up, and uh, they're sticking with Tua, it sounds like, and they uh, – they take Jalen Waddle over Devontae Smith. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, Waddle had. I agree with it. I was higher on Waddle than Smith. Okay. Uh, although I love Smith, he shouldn't have dropped as much as he did to double digits. Like the, I think the Panthers should have probably taken him, but uh, say lovey, Smith's gonna be good. I I wouldn't have been shocked if Smith went anywhere from like four to, you know, nine. Yeah, but he dropped. Waddle makes sense. He's Waddle's more NFL type player. Yeah, yeah, I think, and that's all it was. Yeah. But so then, so this pick happens, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, like seven, eight, nine. These are the range where if the Bears like one of these guys, Max, Mac Jones, or, or Fields, they they can trade up to one of these spots. But the asking price for seven, eight, nine would have been more than a one first rounder, right? Or one, yeah, I, I guess two first rounders. But. Definitely, definitely. Um, but the Lions stay pat. They take Penny Sewell, which I think is just a solid pick, man. From he's he's going to be solid for them. But then you know, then the, the Panthers come up, and you know, I think in hindsight for them, do they do the Darnold deal if they know that Justin Fields is sitting here? Yeah, you know, that's funny. I don't think they do. Uh, they don't. And that was what I was surprised, is I think they could have just signed Darnold and then still taken Justin Fields, though. So that was, yeah, that was they had they had, they had gotten rid of Teddy Bridgewater, right? So they, they had shipped him off earlier in the week to the Broncos, who were picking next. And so, I mean, this, I think, indicates a high degree of confidence that, South, or that uh, the Panthers can get um, – Darnold on track, and they go with the Carolina boy and take J.C. Horn at 18 or at uh, number eight. Offspring of Joe Horn. Offspring of Joe Horn. Um, And this is where, like, the interesting series of events happens so that I think the Bears eventually land fields, right? So then nine comes up. The Broncos were heavily rumored to be making a push, like, Sounded like they almost had a deal in place for Aaron Rodgers. They just got Teddy Bridgewater, and then they opted to go with Pat Sertain, the second. Big shock. I thought for sure they were going to take Fields. So now my heart was... I just thought that that the Fields dropping as much as he did was just like manna from heaven for the Bears because any lower to trade and it's going to be too much of an asking price but now it's yep. like okay now, yep. the, 
Uh, who, who was it at 11 that they traded with again? Well, so hold on. So now we get to 10, which is really interesting because all okay. week long, the Cowboys were rumored to be trading back for a defensive player. But yeah. the Cowboys wanted a cornerback, and the two cornerbacks just went. So the Cowboys oh, yeah. go from 10 to 12 with the Eagles. So the Eagles can take Devonta Smith. And I was like, gosh, yeah. dang it. That was, that was our shot for the Bears to trade up. Gettleman is picking next, and Gettleman has never traded back. Until he did. Never. Dave Gettleman. Oh, yeah, the Giants. That's right. Yeah, then Dave Gettleman comes through. He gets a good haul. Like, you look at, like, what the Bears gave up to move to 11. Like, looking at the different trade charts, the Giants definitely got more value. But if you're the Bears, you do that 12 times out of 10. You move up to take the top one of the top quarterbacks. And Gettleman can't say no to that. He still gets his first round pick this year, and then he gets an extra one next year. He gets it, yeah. So, yeah, he gets the, an extra one next year, and then he picked up, like, another fourth and fifth rounder as well this year and next year. But, uh, man, I saw I was h- hanging out with Bex. She had just gotten back from a work trip, and uh, I saw I wasn't expecting anything to happen, and I saw, like, the bears are on the clock and my heart just dropped. It was a, uh, I mean, it was, there was no drama at all. It was all the drama was when they announced the trade. No. So I mean, but it's like a bears fan, right? Like you run through our list of like prior bears starting quarterbacks. And you think, who have we had? We've had Nick Foles, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, Mike Lennon, Jay Cutler, like, like, Right. I was like, well, it seems like the Mac Jones actually fits that prototype of shitty Bears quarterback. Not no, that Mac but it Jones didn't work gonna... out, so they got to go in a different direction. So. But, uh, man, they, they landed Justin Fields, and, like, number three player on the PFF big board, like, whew, yeah. at, at number 11. I'm not really what? sure why he dropped. I mean, he's got some bad game tape, but, I mean, Trevor has bad game tape. Yeah, I, uh, I am absolutely the three ecstatic. three-pick game versus Indiana. But yeah. whatever, he'll be he'll be good. He'll he'll be yeah. uh, like a mini Cam Newton is what they say. He's six three or four, depending on what site you look at. Like two thirty five three quarters is what they said. Six two and three quarters. That's that's what fine. officially measured. Um, he PFF only charted him as having eighteen turnover-worthy plays throughout his entire collegiate career. And uh, I've been watching a bunch of his highlights the last couple days, and uh, it wouldn't be a stretch to say he might be the uh, best Bears quarterback when all is said and done. Mm, Pretty low bar to set. It's a pretty – he's just got to get over yes, Cutler, yes. I know. I was like, what's the list here? Is it yes, Cutler, yes, and Jim McMahon, who wasn't that good? Yeah, so I'm going to hang out here and bear, we'll, we'll wrap up the Bears draft and then we'll tie up, uh, we'll, we'll see where else we can go. So not only did the Bears do this, my, I, I did like a lot of like mock draft simulations and I never ended up with, uh, with Justin Fields in any of the, the mock drafts that I was like tinkering around with. But the one guy that I kept wanting the Bears to get was Tevin Jenkins. And uh, they traded up to get him in the second round and I'm nice. super pumped. 
about Tevin Jenkins. He is just a beast. Brett Coleman, who is a great follow on Twitter or YouTube, did a uh, deep dive into Tevin Jenkins as a draft prospect, and uh, he's just fantastic. One of his like opening highlight clips shows him like grabbing some small Big Twelve edge defender and like running him from a hash mark like to the sideline and pancaking him. It was delightful. So uh, we might have like uh, the Bears like get kind of their Kyle Long type tone setter on the offensive line. So I'm excited, nice. man. So the Bears get two top 32, um, you know, graded players with their first two picks. They gave up a lot to get them. But, uh, man, Bears, uh, Bears corner, we're a happy bunch of folks these days. I would imagine. I mean, you got your guy, finally. Yeah. It never seemed like he would be your guy. It was like, he traded up to get him, and it was like, okay, I but... Th- he was like seven and five at North Carolina at 12 starts. Uh, but everyone was like, why would you? And again, like, I think like going back to that year, people were like, you know, I don't think anyone knew Mahomes was going to be what Mahomes was, but we were like, why would you not take Deshaun? Like, exactly. Right. Like, like Deshaun passes like the grandma test, right? Like <laughs> your grandma's in the living room and she goes like, you ask her to like watch a play. And she's like, Oh, that guy's a good quarterback. Yeah, teams right. teams thought outthunk themselves. They yeah, and and that might be what happened with Fields, right? Like, did people just like like he? It, he's always been tied. It's always been like the battle of like Trevor and Trevor and Justin Fields, like growing up in high school football in Georgia, and then like in the college days, like they've only lost to games like pretty much versus each other. They've both been to the national title game. Um. And, I mean, Trevor's an absolute freak. But, yeah, I think people just got tired of that conversation and, and looked elsewhere and, you know, picked apart Justin to the, the fact that he slid to the Bears and, man, we'll take it. Slid to the Bears. And but, you will take it and the Bears fans are on cloud number nine. Man, because not only did we get our quarterback, we got our offensive lineman that everyone was excited about. Aaron Rodgers is moving towards a messy divorce in Green Bay. And oh, yeah. uh and the other thing, so she the wants to host Jeopardy. The uh the Packers took this cornerback out of Georgia named Eric Stokes with the, the 29th pick in the first round. He was graded 72 on the PFF big board. The uh Bears got this cornerback named Graham in the sixth round, who was okay. Number 76 on the PFF big board. Okay, okay. So, like, the, it sounds like the Bears might have even found some value, like, late on in the draft as well. So, if the Bears did, the Bears are looking good, the Packers might be imploding. It, uh, things are looking good, feeling good in the NFC North right now. But uh, enough of the Bears. We might be introducing a new segment into the Sharpening the Squares pod called the Jaguars jacuzzi. Do you want Jaguars to uh, do you want to give the, the readers in. a little overview of uh, you know this Jaguars jacuzzi experience and, and what goes on yeah. in the hot tub? Yeah, I mean, I was prepping the jacuzzi with Trevor. You know, it's like, well, you know, I'm, I've got one toe in because you like you used to be a Cowboys fan when To was there, but you've just yeah, kind of been an agnostic NFL fan. Like you just cheer for whoever yeah. you bet for. So you've kind of been without a team the last, like, five, six years or so, right? 
factually correct. So the uh, then they take then it's like the Jags move up into the first round again and grab my man Travis Etienne, which I did not expect because I thought James Robinson looked nice little yeah there, but apparently and this not was your there. dream. You had talked about this before the draft, the, the keeping the band together. Yeah, you know, I feel like that Travis pick was just like, we're so glad that Trevor Lawrence is our quarterback that we are going to literally uh, draft his friend. And we don't even care that we have a decent running back. We're just, just, just make him happy. Just make Trevor's happier. Like, here, take your Love buddy. It. Y'all come to camp together. Y'all just own this Clemson corner. I'm surprised they didn't take Amari Rogers in like the third round. Well, and they're really, they're really not that far from Clemson, right? So, like, these guys can go back for their game, you know, alumni games and stuff. And, uh, ooh. So, are you, so are you, are you getting a uh, Jaguars jersey? Like, are you going to start? Yeah. I I mean, I want to get an ETN Jags jersey, but I feel like. uh, Whoa, let's talk. You would go ETN jersey over Trevor? I know, but running backs change teams so much. It's just like that would be worth nothing in a couple years. But... You could get it really cheap in a couple years, maybe. <laughs> I know you got to go Lawrence because he'll be the he'll be their quarterback for the next twenty years, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh man, we could have a uh, maybe. We'll just see uh, Justin and uh, Trevor in the Super Bowl here in a couple years. Yeah, and the uh, well, they oh yeah, they that's right. I was thinking like Trevor's in the NFC, but he's in the AFC. Yeah, Bears Jags. That would be like a Bears Colts, except reversed. Oh man, let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah, I think uh, Magoo may finally have his team. This is exciting. I can't believe it, man. If they just get like Justin Ross next year, oh my god, that would be just. Amazing. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, any other things you want to chat about about the draft? I, we we kind of stopped at the first round there after Fields. Mac Jones, the uh, Tom Brady doppelganger, early in his career, goes to. Uh, that was it. We we, we both enjoyed the first round. And you got your guys apparently in the second and third. Yeah. My guys, my guys all got drafted that I wanted to get drafted. Jackson Carmen. Uh, Cornell Powell, Amari Rogers, all went drafted. Good, good. Yeah, I think uh, I've been more excited about, and I've really been having a tough time because uh, I know you know Becca's passion about sports and how it's kind of non-existent, and I've just been having all of this, you know, Justin Fields stuff that I just feel like I need to share with people. And like, have you seen that meme of like the guy whispering in the girl's ear at the club? and she's just like disinterested that's how I feel like trying to explain like what's going on with the Bears to my wife like she uh, she's actually really upset about it so I was like I think the Bears are going to be really exciting to watch the next couple of years and that is uh, the exactly the opposite of what she would prefer <laughs> but here we are I think uh, as we get into the it'll, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Andy Andy's going to be able to keep the uh, QB one spot, or when uh, Fields is going to be ready to roll, 
Oh, stop it. Fields is going to be the guy from day one. So they Don't didn't, they didn't with Mahomes, but I think Fields is coming from a more pro-style-ready offense. Fields will be, yeah, Fields will be the guy. He's so much better than Andy Dalton already. Like, you just can't roll Andy Dalton out there and let him fail, and then you, you, know, you wait. Just let Fields get his grown pace. But also, do you, just, do you also just let the team get, like, four games under their belt so you can kind of see, like, how your offensive line is doing? Because, like, you also don't want, like, the Sam Darnold, I'm seeing ghosts situations where, like, you throw them out there before the team's ready. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. And then can we also just talk for a minute about Allen Robinson might finally have a good quarterback throwing him the ball? A-Rob. That's really good news for A-Rob. He is deserving um, of that, yeah. I, yeah, I... Like, there was a part this last year where I was like, we just need to let A-Rob go to a team where he can have a good quarterback. Um, I really, I'm really, i really excited to see what, what Robinson and Mooney can do uh, with a – with. Oh, man. So are we calling him the soldier, Justin Soldier Fields? Soldier boy. Oh, man. It's super exciting. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped for A-Rob. I'm also – Really sad for my fantasy team, the Bear Goggles, because uh, <laughs> why? Because people are gonna price and force me in the draft. I will so price and force Mr. Fields. There's no yeah, way I'm. Sure. There's no way I'll land Justin Fields. You, you, <laughs> you bastards will bid him up I so know. hard. I'll do sixteen dollars. Well, what's gonna here? Well, what's gonna happen is I'll have to draft Trevor. You'll have to draft Lawrence for a fair deal, and then we'll just I trade know. him. And I want Travis and. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, it's time to start building uh, your draft board. We've got a, a couple months till we get to that point, but uh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Who's going to be the Hard Knocks team this year? Good question. Is it going to be the Bears? They went to the playoffs last year, so they'd have to. Um. They'd have to like choose to be it, and I doubt they'll they will. <laughs> well, I think it'll probably be. Well, maybe my I just Jags. I just did an article for the top five. It could be the Cowboys. They didn't go to the playoffs, and they haven't been on it in a while. Cowboys, Panthers would be interesting. The Giants, Broncos, or Cardinals are. The top five according to CBS. Jaguars are also. I could see it be the Jags, man. I hope so. Seeing trap. Oh my god, I would just lose it. Yeah, I think like you got like this super. I think that would be my pick. All right, so we do a little bit of gambling advice, right? So I'm looking at the NFL.com. They're saying, they're saying their ranking is one Cowboys. Two Giants, three Panthers, four Cardinals, five Broncos. Honorable mention, the uh, Jags. So I bet you it's probably, what, like minus 200 for the Cowboys just because TV ratings? Oh, yeah, totally. But if you want the long shot, if you want a little plus money action, go with the Jags. Get in that Jaguar jacuzzi. Yeah, baby. I can't wait. 
Oh boy. Oh boy. Alrighty. Well, that ought to do it for sharpening the squares. Um, we'll have to get back together uh, once uh, the season come gets closer. Maybe we'll do uh, some uh, season season wide prediction and do some division winner, Super Bowl winner, MVP predictions and all that. Yeah. What about a, a college football preview? Of course. Oh yeah, I you mean, can Bruno do that if you want. Brood and I are gonna bet the thing again. I'd be I'd be shocked if he doesn't want to come on and talk a little college football preview if he's in the contest. Okay, okay. It should motivate him to get back on as a guest pod. All right. Um, what's that thing you say about putting chips in the middle and stuff? Wow, Jay. You can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But you can't win much either. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, bear down, and uh, we will talk bear to you down, soon. Bear down, bear goggle. Get in that jacuzzi, buddy. Wear your goggles. Put sunscreen All right. on. All right, buddy. We'll talk Bye. to you.